about sex, Jamie. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex, Jamie. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Hello! Welcome to Let's Talk About Sex, Jamie. I am Jamie, and today we're going to be talking to the amazing, amazing Serena about her origin story and how she came to be the super cool person that she is now. Um, I basically just let her talk for most of it because she's a lot better at it than I am. So, yeah. Um, we're also talking to my friend Kat about um, the first time she ever squirted. The interesting thing about this podcast is that I've been making it and recording it for like nearly three years now, so a lot of the stories are like super old. Some of them are kind of recent, some of them are really old. The cat story is really old, and I hear myself using the term run of the mill when talking about squirting, and because it's so old, I'm just like looking back at myself like, you fucking idiot, what are you saying shit like that for? Anyway, there's nothing run of the mill about squirting, it's really cool, really awesome, and I'm looking forward to hearing about her experience of it. Anyway, yeah, I'll let them get on with it. Uh, thanks for listening. Hit us up on Instagram. Let's talk about sex, Jamie. And enjoy. Love you. Bye. What are you afraid of? Hey, Serena. What's poppin', Jamie? All right. Uh, so I wanted to talk about your origin story. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, so back in 100 BC. <laughs> No. Um, so yeah, let's let's talk about your your transition, I guess. Okay. Like, how how old were you when you kind of started thinking about you know, something wasn't quite right? Mm, I, I want to say because when I transitioned is actually kind of a lot later than when I actually kind of start to question myself. Mm. So back when I was like fifteen, sixteen, I never really felt comfortable with like things like school uniform, for example. So I grew up in California, and when I moved here, you had to you kind of had to subdue to like British life, which is like school uniforms. Mm. Um, I never felt a hundred percent comfortable in the boys' school uniform, um, and then you'd always see like the girls in their like skirts rolled up to the fucking top, <laughs> um, and stuff like that, and like you know, and they just got to wear makeup and things, and it's always made you feel because a lot of my friends were girls in high school. I wasn't friends with a lot of, like, boys in high school, mostly the girls. So when you're kind of surrounded by that, you start to feel... You start to, like... I'm a bit of a chameleon in the sense I can always, like, uh, grab elements of people and then kind of implement that into, like, how I act or whatever. And it wasn't until I moved or went to college, I got... To, we got to wear our own clothes. So mm. I always kind of dressed a bit more on the fence, like, androgynous. Like, it was just fairly simple, like, like skinny jeans or, like, a t-shirt or, like, a little, like... But I'll always, like, throw, like, women's bits here and there, like a girl's jacket or a girl's jeans or, mm. you know, some shoes. Um, I didn't have an emo stage. <laughs> uh, I was I'm not... I'm still in my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, but you do it well. You do it well. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but, yes, I was... I seemed to have slipped past the... Uh, the Slipknot and mm. corn kind of stage <laughs> in my life. Um, Probably for the best. Yeah, I'm, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, but, um, you know, some people were still in that and I kind of, you know, I started to grow my hair out a little bit more. And then as time, as I went through college, because I studied fashion 
and it was mostly women's wear. Mm -hmm. So I did fashion promotions and business etiquette, um, and it was mostly surrounded around women's wear, which I loved, and I was so obsessed with fashion. Mm. And um, so I got to just like be myself, um, and as time went on, like again, most of my friends were girls, so we'd go shopping on our lunch or after college. And I'd be browsing with them and I'd be like, oh, this is really cool. Or I like this. Like, if I just see it, I like it. I buy it. I wear it. Enough said. Yeah. Unapologetic about it. Um, and that just kind of is how it started. I never really used to wear makeup. I just like, any girls out there, like, you'll die. I just used to wear, like, foundation and clear mascara. Um, <laughs> where all you guys were, like, wearing Dream Matte Mousse. <laughs> um, looking like a cake face. Um, but I... I got to skip that stage as well, so I never got my dream nice. Matt Moose moment. Yeah, <laughs> um, you'd have no idea what I'm on about, but trust me, I have a vague idea. Yeah, you don't want to know. Southeast London, there's yeah. a few cake faces. Oh down yeah, there. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, as I sit here in cake face, um, <laughs> but yeah. And then when I was in college, I obviously got to wear what I wanted. And when I was 16, or 17, I used to spend my summers interning. Um, so all my friends were kind of out there like enjoying having fun in the summer but I was working I was a straight up hustler yeah um, I wanted to be ahead so I used to spend my summers like interning for like Wonderland magazine nice. um, fashion PR companies London Fashion Week um, and it was great but because I was surrounded by adults all the time um, you know someone that's 16 they kind of embodied again going back to the chameleon thing I always embodied the maturity of, of these like 20, 30, 40 year old people just because I'm in a work environment. Yeah. Um, and then also being surrounded by like clothes all the time, like you just can't help but want to try things on yeah, and, yeah. you know, working like with models and on set and um, it just helps you feel inspired. Yeah. So it wasn't until I kind of turned about 18, my original kind of androgynous side transitioned more into just straight up like women's clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I used to think I was fucking sickening. You couldn't tell me otherwise. <laughs> I had the, like, I just used to wear, like, these ratchet, like, synthetic extensions, bleach blonde. <laughs> I, living my Iggy Azalea moment. Yeah. Um, and I was, when I started going out when I was 18, um, I was going out in London a lot, and I was being, I was going out in Soho so mm. much, and these group of friends... Um, I'm not friends with them anymore, but they, when I was 18, they were like 27, 28, 25. Um, they loved me and they used to call me Fabulous. Mm. That was my nickname. So they'd always be like, oh, Fabulous, come out or mm. whatever. Um, because when they met me, I was kind of glammed up. Yeah. And they always egged me on and pushed me to be the best version of myself. They're like, oh, no, don't wear that. Don't wear jeans. Like, wear like a dress. Wear like heels. Wear like this. Like, they just wanted like to have that arm candy in the sense that like, this really tall Amazonian golden girl mm. dresses like fresh off the runway. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of just where it started to make me question. Because I was, was always comfortable myself, but it was when people, I would go out and people would be like, so, like, what are you? Mm. And they love, people love labels. Yeah. Whether you like it or not. Like, mm. I never used to, I just used to be like, oh, I'm me. Or, oh, yeah. I'm fabulous. Like, <laughs> that's my name. That's why I identify as. I'm just me. Yeah. And it was um, that weird point. Because, like, people just love labels. But they're like, but are you a girl? Are you a boy? And then you would go to, like, let's say, just, like, day-to-day life. It would be like, oh, hi, madam. Mm. And then you turn around and say, like, oh, sorry, sir. And it's just like, oh. 
yeah. like and then like when it got to a point where I started like if someone referred to me as like he or sir or whatever I'd start to feel really uncomfortable yeah um, so what stage did that start happening that happened when I was like 18, 19 okay. did um, you have that like so you, you, were, you were okay with it like 15, 16, 17. Yeah, yeah, I was totally fine with it. I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm just me, whatever. But yeah. it was when I was like 19, living on my own in London and going out all the time, being a socialite. Um, I started to feel, because like when you, you know, you know, you're purveying this sickening image, mm-hmm. looking glam as fuck, yeah. but you know, it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, you didn't identify, <laughs> you didn't identify as a drag queen. I didn't identify as like a guy, but at the same time, I didn't identify as a girl. Mm. And, um, why it was, I think, a, a bit of a... How it kind of started was because when I was going out, people would be like, oh, what's, what's, what's going on, gorgeous? Or, like, all these straight guys would come up to me and be like, oh, you're so hot, babes, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Like, they'd think I'm a girl, even though sometimes I wasn't even trying. Like, yeah. I just got that uh-huh. um, perception. Yeah. Or people got that perception of me. So for my safety, cause just because you didn't know, like what people are like or the danger that could happen if I was out with a group of friends um I'd be like okay like I'm gonna give like well, you need to give my me a fake name just in case like anyone because if you like shout my old name and they're like what you're a man yeah like yeah, yeah. oh my god you're a man you didn't say nothing <laughs> then we're gonna have an issue yeah. and I wasn't about to get a black eye in the club yeah. you know over like something so small um so we, every time I was going out with my friends, they were like, I'd be like, okay, my name tonight is Madison. And then the next night, it would be like, my name is Annie. Mm. And then, oh, like, the next one, oh, I think I'd like, oh, the list of names. <laughs> like, that sounds kind of fun. Yeah, they were like, never like your run-of-the-mill, like, oh, I'm Laura. Or, oh, I'm <laughs> Emily. Like, these were fucking, like, stripper names. Like, I'm <laughs> Sasha. Like... <laughs> Crystal. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> Crystal Connors. <laughs> oh, my God. Know me Malone. That was me. Um... <laughs> But then, uh, so the origin of my name, I was watching Gossip Girl, um, and my name is, uh, there is a character, played by Blake Lively, called Serena Vanderwoodson. At the time I was watching the show, there was some of, some of the characters' storylines I could identify with, because uh, I was going through similar things at the time. Not everything. Um, I wasn't a rich Upper East Side elite <laughs> uh, pushing drugs. That was not me. Yeah. But there were things like boy dilemma dilemmas or, mm. you know, things like that that I could identify with. And out of all the characters in the show, she's the one I could identify with the most. Don't get me wrong. I loved Taylor Momsen yeah. and uh, Leighton Meester. But two things. I really identified with um, Serena Vanderwoodson, the character. But I also identified with Blake Lively, as a person she's like this tall golden girl like goddess like statuesque woman and that's what I envisioned as like how I want to be perceived if I was a woman Mm -hmm. and like that's you know I'm not to say like you know there are so many people out there like she doesn't define what a woman is like you can never define what a woman is because everyone's interpretation is different she was just my interpretation of how I want to be as a woman yeah and um when one night I went out and then the name I said okay well tonight my name is uh, Serena and um, that one stuck my friends kind of remembered that one the most because yeah. they would always like we'd be on a night out and they'd be like 
Annie. And I'm like, bitch, it's fucking Madison. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like I'm grinding on some dick and you want to say the wrong name. <laughs> but that one stuck. And it wasn't until I was out another time. I was just cash, low key. And then someone was like, because I meet people when I go out. And people like to approach me. They like to come up to me. And they were like, Serena. And I was like, who the fuck you calling? <laughs> and I was like, oh, and like my friend hit me and was like, like literally punched me in the tit and was like, bitch, that's you. And I was like, oh shit. And then <laughs> it just kind of caught on from there. And then I met more people and then that name stuck around and people familiarized themselves with me. And then, so yeah. And then so was, there, was there like a switch where you were like, cause obviously it, it kind of sounds like you were, you were just playing at first, like having fun, yeah. having different names and stuff. Yeah. Was there a time where it's like, okay, this isn't a game anymore. This is like, yeah. I want to be Serena. Yeah. So there was a time when I started to really feel lost and it wasn't until like I started going on a lot of dates with like guys on like Tinder. Like I was a serial dater at this point, <laughs> uh, two a week minimum. <laughs> the way I looked at it was like free dinner and drinks. Nice. Complete socialite life. Yeah. Fucking couldn't tell me otherwise. <laughs> um, thank you to everyone that bought me something. Um, come back. <laughs> Bitch is poor. Um, no, but then, like, they all were like, yeah, I don't really see you as that. Like, I look at you, you're a woman. The way you dress, the way you look, the way you perceive yourself. Like, to me, you're a woman. Like, you can be what you want to be. And I used to, like, label myself, air quote, as... Um, gender not uh gender uh like fluid mm-hmm. so i used to just kind of just identify as that because that was to me at the time the only thing i could really characterize myself as i was like well i'm not a guy but i'm not a girl and i'm kind of just like in the middle i like to be how i am but the label was for all you cunts out there <laughs> um but then I, was, I started going on dates and you know things like that and then i just started to feel less and less comfortable identifying as that as well. So it was kind of a stepping stone. Like, it's like when gay people, they first always come out as bisexual. Mm. It's a stepping stone to, on the way to saying how they really are. Yeah. No, no, like, not a lot of gay people come out and say, oh yeah, I'm gay. Like, some people, they're always scared of what people are gonna say. So they just tell their, like, few friends, they're like, I'm bisexual. (laughs) Don't tell anyone. (laughs) But then, like, Two months later, you see them at Pride, glare on their face, <laughs> marching down that street in a fucking, like, seven-inch Lubbertons. You could not tell them otherwise. And I'm like, oh, you're still bisexual, huh? And they're like, no, honey. Catch me on season 11, Drag Race. And I'm like, yeah. So, for me, gender, non- uh, gender fluid was my stepping stone to being transgender. Mm. And I kind of, in, in today if you look at it today, it's so much more open and embraced. Whereas rewind three, four, five years ago, it wasn't really a thing. Yeah. And I used to watch a lot of YouTube videos and there was one person I used to watch and I've seen from the very beginning and that's Gigi Gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And she came on camera one day and just like, she was like me, uh, very androgynous, very wore what she wanted, but wore a lot of women's clothes, was fabulous. And I was like, Oh my God, this bitch is me. (laughs) But it's when she said, I'm transgender, and I and she talked about it, I was like, oh, so that's what it is. Oh, uh, okay. So then we did it, well, when I say we, like, we're friends. <laughs> um, she does not fucking know me. Um, but, like, it happened for me the same time it happened for her. Yeah. So that's I was, nice. yeah, nice. it was, I had someone, because I had no one I could talk to about this. It wasn't in the newspapers. It really wasn't, like, 
you don't have the people that you have today, like Laverne Cox, or mm-hmm. uh, it's not embraced on. You don't have TV shows like Transparent or Caitlyn <clears throat> Jenner. Yeah. Um, you know. <laughs> um, but that was the only thing I had to identify yeah. uh, with uh, someone to, I could identify with. Mm. And um, yeah, from then on, I was just like, you know what? I sat myself down, had to kind of think about it for a while, and I was just like, you know what? This is what I want to do. This is who I want to be. And so it was only until you kind of saw someone else that you identified <laughs> with uh, doing that as well. It kind of made yeah. you sit down and think. Do you think you kind of sat down and thought about it before then? Because you say about yeah. you had a label for other people. Like, yeah. I mean, I had thought about it a little bit, but I never knew the steps or what it meant or like you would hear about it, but you'd hear about it negatively. Right. Like maybe in the news or like so-and-so has an affair with a transsexual woman or yeah, like, yeah. and then you'd always have hear people go like, Oh, look at that tranny, like yeah. using derogatory terms and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And you know, words like, for instance, like, you know, you mentioned this earlier, like you use the word transsexual. Mm. So words like transsexual or transvestite, they're actually not used anymore because they're a bit mundane. They can be perceived as derogatory yeah. and they're also don't really, they're a bit confusing so everyone's just labeled as, we just use the label now, just tra- transgender. Okay. So it just means you just live as a different gender from the one you were born as. Yeah. What you do with that label for your personal self is up to you. Some people will get like, for instance, no surgery, no hormones, but they will still identify as transgender. Some people will go the full works, um, full facial reconstruction, FFS, tits, pussy, you know, and then same way as well with, like, people that are, like, uh, female to male, they'll get, like, reduction, they'll start taking testosterone, yeah. um, some people get the full works and stuff like that. Everyone's different, but we all fall under the same category of the LGBTQ community, plus community, um, of transgender, because yeah. we are that thing. Okay. Uh, like, that's how we live our life. So the thing, the, yeah, the, the, the confusion I had with the words is like transsexual sounds like it's a sex thing. Transgender sounds like a gender thing, right? Yeah. I mean, it used to be like, oh God, like it's, it's so, it's, I haven't really talked about this in so long. I kind of forgot, but I remember someone said something to me and I always got it mixed up, even myself. I was like, someone said, oh, one of them is what goes on between your ears <laughs> and what goes on between your legs. <laughs> and I was like, huh. Yeah. And um, but transvestite is definitely not a term that was used a lot, and yeah. it's quite derogatory now. Yeah. Transsexual makes sense, um, but then again, it's just it's just it's so mundane now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess the, yeah, I guess the idea of transsexual is like it's essentially saying a different sexuality from what you're born with, which doesn't make any sense. So yeah, yeah I guess that's why. Yeah, I mean, transgender is just a much more gentler uh-huh. term, I would say, to identify someone. Seeing as all you guys love your labels. <laughs> um, but transsexual, it just instantly, I don't know, if you, if I, when I hear that word, I just instantly think, ah, something like sexual or whatever. And, yeah. you know, you, I mean, it's in the word, for fuck's sake. Yeah. But um, transgender is a bit softer. It's just the way, like, you, would, you wouldn't, um, you know, you, like, you know, not in a mean way, but you wouldn't, you now call someone, who's someone who has special needs, you would say special needs. You yeah. wouldn't call them the words that used to be. I used, used. To be the, used to be the proper word for them. Yeah, yeah because it, yeah. yeah, and like, it's also things like how you, you don't, you know, like if you're drawing a diagram and, or like a spider web, mm. we used to call it a brainstorm. Yeah. You, you can't call it that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. They're just outdated. Yeah, they're outdated. So yeah. it's the same with the terms transsexual, transvestite, et cetera, et cetera. 
they're just outdated. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we're com- uh, we've now come into a world of acceptance and things like that, where people can just, you know, live their life, and it's a lot more common now. I mean, I was in a relationship for about a year and a half. Uh, when I was using, like, dating apps then, it was a bit like, ah, uh, never done. It was a, a lot more, the f- you know when I said the 50-50 ratio yeah. aspect? It was a good 70-80% like, oh, I've never done that before. Oh, I'm not too sure. Oh, oh no, thank you. Yeah. But now it's a, like, a, like since I have been single, it's been a 50-50, like, yeah, I've done it. Or, oh, I haven't. Yeah. So it's, it's normal, becoming right? a lot more yeah, of a social yeah, yeah. norm. Yeah. It is still abnormal for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know. The scales are tipping, I guess. Yeah. Like, it's interesting exactly. to see where it'll be in 20 years. Like, oh, my God. It should be a super open thing that everyone's Definitely. You know, tried or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's great for people looking to transition now. Mm. Um, if I had mm. the outlets and, you know, the media and the things like what you see in today, if that was around back when I was questioning it, it would have happened a lot quicker for me. It wouldn't have probably taken so long. Okay. Just because, you know, like, uh, there's so much gender bending and stuff. Like, you go on YouTube, there's, like, you know, so many men wear makeup now, and they're still comfortable in themselves. And, you know, the outlets that you have now for the LGBTQ community, um, it's great. Yeah. So, it's great to see where things are heading now for, Mm. you know, us freaks. (laughs) So, fast forward a bit then. So, where where are you at now then? You're, like, you're, like, fully, you know... I, it sounds like a weird concept, but like at the end of a transition, like you're you're happy now, right? You're there's no more questions yeah. in your head, and you're you're just no, no, no. I feel so comfortable myself. Um, you know, I'm. You know, you're never really gonna unless you're comfortable with yourself. You're never going to be happy with yourself. And in this time when I was kind of questioning everything, it was a lot of self reflection, um, focusing on me, what I wanted how I wanted to perceive myself. It wasn't an easy decision. I'm not like, I know it it may sound like, oh, I watched a YouTube video and I thought, (laughs) here I go. It was a struggle. There was a lot of, um, you know, conversations, heartbreak, fallouts, um, friendships. And, you know, it's never easy, but I do have, I, you know, and I'm, I'm lucky and blessed to say that I had a lot easier than some people. Um, but I'm totally comfortable myself. I'm embraced, you know, in all aspects. I have a career, um, I have family, I have friends, I have, like, that love and support me, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've had relationships, I've had partners and things like that, so yeah. I'm totally comfortable myself, I'm unapologetically me, mm. um, I live my life how I want and how I want uh, people to perceive me, you know, if I come off as a sassy cunt, that's because I am, <laughs> but I'm secretly, I have a heart of gold, like, yeah. deep, deep down, yeah. more lava <laughs> but you know you know I'm comfortable with myself I'm comfortable to be around other people um, and if some if people if someone wants to make a comment be like oh my god like that's a man or oh, whatever like I brush it off I don't yeah, give a yeah. fuck some people that will affect them I don't let it affect me I don't let people narrate my life mm-hmm. or dictate how I should live my life because at the end of the day like fuck everyone else so, yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really promising that, you know, so many conversations like this are happening, like, publicly now on YouTube yeah. and, you know, even this, even this fucking podcast, like, that four people were here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, like, more people are talking about it and it's so not taboo anymore. It's just, yeah. it's just a thing that people are doing around you. Um, I think it's great. 
If anyone's interested, you can use the code Serena for 10% off your purchase. You can hit me up on Instagram. My handle is Socialite Delight, exactly how it's spelled. You can fill out an application form and my personal assistant will get back to you. Nice. There yeah. you go. What are you selling? These cookies, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kat. Hi, Jamie. So we... Uh, had sex recently. Yes, we did. We did. And something happened that for me was pretty like run of the mill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty like kind of not that different, I okay. guess, to what I'm used to. But for you, it was kind of new. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I think I know, but like, it would help to confirm. Um, so you squirted. I did, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and seemed really comfortable with it. For someone who I then found out afterwards, it was it was your first time. Yeah. <laughs> but that was because I think initially I panicked and went, what the fuck just happened? Um, I also like came at the same time. So right. like that helped the situation. <laughs> and like, you didn't even that. bat an eyelid. So yeah, it'd be different if like you'd had a reaction to it, but you didn't. So I was like, okay, that's cool. Like it's normal. This is normal. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I think that's kind of interesting. Like, I guess... I I see it semi regularly, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of a lot of girls are kind of comfortable with it nowadays. Um so that's why I didn't even think because you you were so like it just happened and <laughs> yeah. you were like, Yeah, cool, that happened, now what? Like yeah. I just assume you've done it loads and then afterwards you told me that was the first that was the first time. I was super embarrassed as well. Really? Yeah. About what? Like that it happened. Like well because I didn't know that it was like one, I didn't know it was a thing that like I was capable of mm. and too like until we had like the conversation about it after I was just like this is kind of gross and yeah. I thought that like folk thought it was gross yeah and now obviously I'm like it's not gross and that's cool and yeah. like I liked it so like that's cool what's what's the issue yeah yeah um, I guess it's a bit of a trial by fire just like <laughs> this is happening <laughs> yeah be okay with it now yeah that's I guess it's odd if I'd have known that you hadn't done it before I obviously would have like <laughs> spoken about it first but um yeah, yeah, it's weird. Like, I we kind of spoke, we kind of talked about this afterwards. Um, and it might sound a bit weird. I'm, I'm going to go into, like, kind of gory details a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, you find that when, like, when I kind of learn how to make girls squirt, I hate saying the word. Um, I like it, but I don't hate, I don't like saying the word. Yeah. <laughs> when I first learned how to do that, you kind of, you know some, like, physical changes like on the inside, you can kind of feel like a different sort of part of you like swells up mm-hmm. um, when it's about to happen. And I think me me like feeling that first made the situation more, it was more of a green light because I kind of felt it, realised, oh, that's, her body's doing that, which means I can do this. And you didn't flinch at all. Um, okay. So yeah, I just think it's kind of interesting how like your body kind of told me what was happening before your head did. <laughs> yeah, well, it's because like um, so every time I've had sex, and I'm talking like basically every single time, I've been like, shit, I need to pee. Right. And I panic, and then I like stop myself, and then which obviously like stops other things as well. Um, and like yeah, 
So like that's why I've never done it before. Whereas that's... like you didn't give me much of a chance. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's okay. That sounds really rapey. Like, just... No, I don't mean it like that. But I mean like um It just yeah, happened. It just flew, It just happened. Flowed. Like yeah. Yes, yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a common thing. Like you kind of um you you can kind of spot when like a girl's capable of it but hasn't done it before because they say like I need to pee or like they ask you to stop because I need to pee mm-hmm. um, which is you know fair like you just kind of step away you know, if you haven't spoken about it um, but I think like once I started getting with like older girls they realised that they don't need to pee that's just them about to do that about yeah. to squirt or about to come or whatever it is any combination sometimes it's a different combination um, yeah so that's interesting because like I think a lot of girls stop then yeah well, as soon as the pee Thing yeah. comes out. No, I'm good. It freaks you out. Like, yeah, it, does. No, it would. Yeah, and you and you you stop. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's interesting. Like you should talk to your partner because like maybe if you push forward, that will happen and it will feel good. Um, yeah, I think more people should try it. Yeah, I it's think, fun. I think they should too. Yeah, it's fun. I agree with that. Yeah, it's fun for the guy as well because it's like, um, like I'm not massively into that kind of thing, like water sports and mm-hmm. all that stuff. I don't, I'm not too into like the physical side of it. It's more just the fact that you can see that the girls come. Yeah. It must be quite fun for a girl to make a guy come because you see it come out and you're like, oh, here we are. I know where this is and I can just stop now because and I see I've achieved something. Whereas when a girls come, if they don't tell you, there's basically no way of knowing. Yeah, I'm bad for that as well. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas if you make them squirt, you can see that something's happened. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd recommend it. But, yeah, sorry we didn't talk about it. It was your first time. That's okay. <laughs> I don't mind. Like, but the thing is, it's not something I ever thought I would need to talk about. Mm. So, that's... It's fine. Like, it's... It didn't bother me. I think if it had freaked me out, I would have said, like, I'm a grown woman, so if something freaks yeah. me out, I'm going to be like, stop. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, like, like I said, like you didn't bat an eyelid. And also, I knew in my head, like, I'm, I knew what had happened like yeah, I, so turned, obviously... I turned to you after and I went do you want to do something embarrassing <laughs> I squirted like and I've never done that before so like I knew what had happened but there was like so many other factors in the situation that just made me sort of go eh I'm not stopping this I'm enjoying this <laughs> like it's fine so yeah so you knew all about squirting before that then yeah you, I mean I didn't know, know like all the physical stuff like okay. you sort of filled me in on a lot of that right like, like it's in like the swollen stuff yeah yeah, yeah yeah like um that sounds gross it's not that gross it's really nice. <laughs> um, but like the only thing I the only things I knew about it is you can teach yourself to do it. Mm. Um and a lot of porn stars do it. Yeah. Like that's about it. And like it's got its like whole in section on like Pornhub and everything. So yeah, like yeah. yeah, that's that's about it. I was like, I know some people are into it, but generally I thought that people found it gross. Which is why it freaked me out. I mean, I guess some people do. Yeah. yeah. You have to just talk about it, like yeah. Well, no, I feel like I need to talk about it with everyone, though. I mean, I'm not going to, but like, I feel like I did it by accident now. So, like, well, the, yeah, it was an accident on your part, but I was very much intentionally doing it. Okay. Assuming that was what you wanted to do, so I just went for it. Yeah. I guess if guys are grossed out by it, maybe they won't. They either won't know how to do it, or they won't want to do it. Like they yeah. know how to do it, and they'll just avoid it. It's easy to avoid. So yeah, but yeah, squirting. It's fun. Yeah, it is. I hope this has put you on a path to like pro squat. I hope you'll be squatting everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so too, to be fair. So yeah. That boy's gonna get in trouble someday. Honestly, darling, I love you and nothing will change.